The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. You requested a sit-down. He heard you out. All right. What's going on, everyone? Ciao. Ciao tutti. You know, the boy's learning Italian right now, doing it on his own. Rosetta Stone in it every day, um, even today, because as you could see, if you guys are watching on YouTube, um, little informal, I got the spaghetti tank on today. You know why I got this tank on today? Because I wore it to the beach, because it is the best beach shirt you could own. I swear, to, I promise you, look at that. Spaghetti's nice. I, they, we upgraded the tank top, so the fabric, it's so soft, it's light, it's cozy. The wind blows through. You feel that ocean breeze just blow through. You could hear it on the camera. <laughs> no, um, great, great beach day today. Um, I was very happy I got to go to the beach. Um, for you New Yorkers, you Long Islanders, I guess I'm a New Yorker now, like an official New York City, New Yorker. Got the New York City address on the driver's license. So, bing bong. Um, no, I went to um, Jones Beach. I know people say it's a little, uh, a little, you know, uh, a little dirty, but um, pro tip for you guys if you go to field six, you get there early enough, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Beach etiquette, because I was there a couple weeks ago or a week or two ago. And let me know how you how you would um how you would deal with this, right? So we're at a beach. Beach is kind of crowded. It's not crazy. You're not on top of each other, but you got people in close proximity to you. Let and we're like I'm at the umbrella line because I play I play in the water. I go in the water, I boogie board, I like being in the water. What the hell is the point of going to the beach if you don't go in the water? Go go outside. Just go sit on your sidewalk. You know, because at that point you don't like you probably don't like sand either. Can't I mean? I mean, unless you were like a king of building sand castles, then maybe you have an excuse. But so okay, so we're towards the front, towards the ocean. Lady and her kid and her husband. I am assuming her husband or boyfriend, whatever. Kid and her husband go in the water, and she's laying down in front of us on the towel, totally acceptable. Pulls out a joint. And start smoking weed in front of everybody. And the smell, it's just, I get it. I don't, I don't smoke weed. I don't care if you do. Honestly, go smoke all the weed. Smoke crack. I don't care. <laughs> but don't do it in front of me at the beach. Because I don't want to smell it, you know? So she's just there huffing and puffing. I don't know what to do. Because your boy's not a rat either. I don't. I won't go tattletale. I'm above that. I didn't do it in in elementary school. I didn't do it in middle school. I I, I don't tell on people because I've had people tell on me before. It's not cool. Anyway, so she's just and I don't know what to I, do. I say something to her. It's an awkward situation. Luckily, after a couple of minutes, she stops and proceeds to pull out a cigarette immediately after. <laughs> like this lady's lungs are. Probably as dark as I'm in. If you guys are watching, I got a very nice tan, but <laughs> this lady's lungs are not doing well. They're not. And you've got a kid there. 
What are you saying to your kid? Hey, when you go to the beach, you just smoke weed and smoke cigarettes and smoke whatever else you got. Start smoking the sand. Start smoking the seaweed. But anyways, good beach day today. And um, I put on the on my Instagram story, what are your Italian beach essentials? So I'll go through what I think my Italian beach essentials are. No, numero uno, some good chilled limoncello or a drink like this. Um, we got to, uh, I actually yesterday, for those of you, I know it's not coming out the same day I'm shooting this, but we're getting a video coming very soon, making homemade limoncello with um, my friend Anthony. He does um, limoncello de casa. You can follow him on our, on Instagram and TikTok, but made homemade limoncello, did a couple taste testings, and um, I got I got away with the souvenir. So, oh my god, so it's so delicious. It doesn't taste like your normal limoncello. It's got a very it's got a very good taste to it. I love the taste of it. Love the taste. It's nice and smooth. You still get that nice little that little kick of alcohol. It's perfect, perfect limoncello. I ten out of ten recommend. But there you guys come to. So numero, I guess if we had to rank beach Italian beach items, actually we'll pull up some suggestions that you guys had. How's it going, Henry family? Uh, didn't mean for that to happen. I'm sorry. Fucking in- fucking Instagram. I, I apologize. That's not cool. Okay. So the top <laughs> food was a was a um response that I got. Hey, and I quote. What are some beach necessities for Italians with a picture of the beach? And food was a response. We got chilled limoncello. Just said that Italian hoagies, sandwich of some kind, prosciutto and mozzarella panino. Um, So, okay. This is where I'm at on sandwiches. Yes, for sure. hundred percent a sandwich. Although all those sandwiches sound great. I know I'm a, I'm a big soppressato mortadella guy. Soppressato mortadella on a sandwich unmatched but i grew up eating peanut butter nutellas and i'll be damned if i don't have a peanut butter nutella if i if i pack myself a lunch nine times out of ten if i'm packing myself a lunch and like going on an excursion for the day or something where i don't have a refrigerator i am packing a peanut butter nutella sandwich that is in the in the bag my numero uno thing that i'm going outside i'm getting a peanut butter nutella sandwich but you got the if I got the big cooler and we're doing the whole thing. Like today was just me, so I didn't want to do the the whole, you know, the thing. Just it's a thing then. But I would do um a soprasad and mortella um sang, sandwich um and make it nice and nice. Shout out to Uncle Louis. Um Italian lunch meat say, wow, you guys are all fredata or pizza. Pizza, you know what? Here's another thing. Some people say pizza the next day is not as good. Do you know when pizza the next day is as good or better? Is it if you wrap it in tinfoil, you pop it in the cooler, you take it to the beach the next day and you're, you know, eating that pizza and no, it's not as, I guess the taste of it isn't going to be as great, but the experience of having cold pizza from the night before on the beach, that's a great deal. So we got limoncello or a drink like it. We got sandwiches snacks i've brought plasma cookies to the beach before i guess just growing up like doritos or go-to i don't i'm not a big chip guy though here we go iced slushy espresso in the pear juice small glass bottles and then in quotes this person did this in sicily that's great i don't know what that is um personal portions of pasta 
potatoes and egg sandwiches. Is that a thing too? You guys are just making whole frittata sandwiches. Jeez. Yeah, but the Nutella, peanut butter Nutella is on match. And I posted a picture of it because I love um, peanut butter Nutella. But yeah, beach things. Beach and things are great. I didn't grow up near the ocean and I'm so happy I'm at the ocean now because it's so much better. So much better. I can't wait to go to an Italian beach. Although I hear a lot of them are rocky. But my mom grew up like on an Italian beach every summer she'd go. And my uncle owned, um, I'm going to misquote it. And I hate that I misquote things that are Italian because I'm supposed to know that they're Italian. But a, a plati, a plati on the beach. Anyways. So, and she tells me the stories of how she would go to, in, to Italy and have fresh ciambelle every morning and just lay out on the beach all day, every summer. And I said, why didn't we do this when I was a kid? It's bullshit that I didn't get to experience that. It's bullshit. And mom, if you're listening, it'd be cool. You know what? I'm putting the message out. See if my mom listens to the podcast. I'll keep you guys updated if she does. Why didn't you take us to Italy? And I know what she's going to say because I appreciate the work, but she didn't have to work. My mom's a boss. She worked all the time. She's badass. Still is. And that limoncello is so good. It's so good. I guess before, before we go any further, I want to say, I want to take a moment of silence for Tony Sirico passing. Now, I'll tell you where I was when it happened. I was at my girlfriend's mom's house. And we were sitting on the couch talking. And my girlfriend's on her phone. Just swiping away, swiping away. And she goes, oh, I go, what? And she goes, I don't want to tell you. And I don't know what to think if, um, I guess every, I I just didn't know what, like the thoughts that were happening. I don't know if a show got canceled. I don't know. Like, but it was a very, and she just didn't want to tell me. And I was like, what did like my mom text you and say something horrible happened? Like, I'm freaking out that something like that. And she goes, and she just turns the. And it's like, oh, my God, Tony Sirico died. And I was just thinking that earlier that week, he would be the coolest freaking person to meet in person. And I know the Sopranos con guys, like we've got Danny on the pod. Um, I think Premium Pete, a lot of those guys, when they were doing the stuff for Sopranos con, they got to hang out with them. And they... I. I know for a fact they cherish that moment and I saw how they liked that moment. And I was like, I wish I could have that moment, but never could happen now. But um, I'll go publicly and state there will never be a better character in all of television history than Polly Walnuts and the Sopranos on undeniable. Like if you ranked television characters, it's like number one, Polly Walnuts. And then you have, you have to put two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten as just blanks because no one could even get close. Nobody could get close to Tony Sirico. You good fellas. He's he was in a ton of stuff. Good fellas. But a um, moment of silence for Tony Sirico. Bonanima. Man, it's really to James Con. I, I have like a template when I any of those fucked up, but I have a template for graphic design just to when these guys pass that I or when anybody passes that I should announce on the wooden spoon. And it's like, Jesus, I used this thing three times over the past like month. It's like James Kahn and Tony Sirico, Ray Liotta. It's sad. It's so sad. So sad. I know you guys got to cherish them. That's why like 
especially when Gilbert Godfrey died. Let me make sure this is yeah. When Gilbert Godfrey died, Gilbert Godfrey was the one of the best stand-up comic stand-up comedy shows I've ever went to. And he came to Long Island when I could have went. I go, oh, we should go see Gilbert Godfrey. Man. Saw him last year, and I was like, and my girlfriend didn't want to go. I was like, God, it'll be fun. She goes, no. I said, whatever, we won't go. So we'll catch him next year. And you know what? We're not going to catch him next year. We can't do it. So, um, and if like you're seeing like an artist that you like that's maybe older or comedian or something like that, go just spend the money. It's an experience. So you could always say that you got to see these guys. And there's people I'd love to meet, like, God, knock on all of the wood, but um, I'm going to see Frankie Valley in November. I'm so pumped. And then I look up how Frankie Valley is 88 years old. Like, this guy's touring. You should see the Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, their touring schedule. It's like dates. It's like every date. It's just a calendar. It's just one calendar. And it's like January 13th or July 13th, July 14th. They're in different cities, like just 300, like straight 365 days. Like they're just not stopping. Like, I don't get how he does that. I can't. I went to the beach today. <laughs> like, I'm 26. I work. I like. I just went to the beach today. And Frankie Valley is like, I'm 88, and I'm going to all the cities in the world. And it's just bananas. But speaking of cities, I will be in Glen Cove for the St. Rocco's Feast, January 27th to the 31st. Come see me. And then at the last week of last week in August and the first week in September, I will be at the Mother Cabrini Feast in Suffolk County, Long Island. Come see me there. We got shirts. We got spoons. We got surprises is what we got. We got a ton of stuff. I'm so pumped to see, show you guys some of the new products. Um, take pictures. We'll have the big spoon there. We'll be hanging out. We'll be having fun. Maybe we'll have some limoncello. We'll do some shots out of the spoon because, you know, it's festival season, guys. It is festival season we're here to have fun we're at summer we're gonna party we're gonna do shots of limoncello and you guys are all gonna buy spoons and shirts from me because it's festival season and i'm pumped i'm excited i can't wait we got long island we got nassau county we got suffolk county then we got the bronx those are the set dates bronx in september september 11th at arthur avenue for the fedagosto we might add more dates we got we're getting shirts made at as, as I'm talking to you guys right now and you're listening, wooden spoon t-shirts are being made. Spoons are being made. We've got stuff getting shipped into me. Brand new tent. I'm excited. I'm so excited. I, I love that's like last year I had so much fun just, and then people would come up like, Oh, I follow you on Instagram. Like, yes. Awesome. Let's get pictures. Let's do shots. Let's hang out. Let's just have a fun time. There's nothing beats an Italian festival. Just the smell of sausage in the air and Zeppelin. Oh, my God. Nothing beats it. It's great. I'm super excited. So excited. Can't wait. Yeah, so January 27th to the 31st. Like I said, Glen Cove, St. Rocco's Feast. Boom. And then I believe it's August 26th to the 28th in Suffolk County. And then September 2nd to the 4th, Suffolk County. And um, I'll be posting these like crazy online. Very excited. And then September 11th, we are in the Bronx. We're in the Bronx. Arthur Avenue. Very fun. So I, and then next year, we'll circle back, hopefully get back up to Boston and some of these other places that I love going to. But if you guys have any other recommendations, feel free to email me or um, DM me. 
and I'm just parched from the beach. I got such a great tan going. I love it. I love being nice and tan. There's something just oh, summer is the best year. The summer's the best season. There's no doubt. All right. I want to um, do something different. What I want to do. Oh, first off, I want to start like I want to show you guys videos and like uh, I like um, we'll do videos. Start doing reacting to videos more in the podcast, make it more interactive. And if you guys are listening, make sure to check us out on YouTube. The Wooden Spoon Media, you can watch the podcast on YouTube. We do videos when we have our guests and we're very, you know, we talk, we talk with our hands. We're emotion. Everyone, my mom always tells me, like, we should watch the podcast. Stop moving. And I can't stop moving. I can't stop moving because I'm hopped up on espresso and all this other shit. But let's get into, I think it'd be fun to do some videos. So I got a couple of videos here. Let me just X out of some of my tabs. And here, where the hell did I go? Okay. Well, let's do some videos. So obviously Italy won the Euro Cup two years ago or a year ago today. And this video always gets taken down, but it's doing pretty well. So hopefully I won't get taken down for harassment and bullying. But um, this is my favorite thing that I've ever filmed. And then this guy. Oh, I got to watch the sound, but uh, yeah, <laughs> that was the best thing that I've ever shot. It was so great. Oh man, what a blast. What a blast that was. I wish I could go back. Fucking North Macedonia. North Macedonia. We lose the North Macedonia. You believe this shit? Believe this shit? All right, I got another clip for you guys. No, that's not the clip that I wanted. This is the clip that I wanted. All right, let's share the screen again. All right, I feel like I got to mute it. So basically, for those listening, this guy's going, Polly D is spinning a set in Miami. And someone comes up to him with the phone and on the screen it says, did Jenny and Snooks write the note or did the producers make them? Because this is a big Jersey Shore thing lately. And what Polly D does, he looks at the note right here. And he goes, the face he makes is like, like that's if I had to describe his face, he's going, which means the producers might have written that note, the famous note. Dude, in eighth grade, everybody wanted to be from the Jersey Shore. I swear to God, everybody wanted to be from the Jersey Shore. It was the coolest thing to do. And you know what? I'm pretty sure um, my mom bought me and my brother Ed Hardy t-shirts that she found at TJ Maxx or Marshall's, one of those. 
and I wore it to an eighth grade dance at a Catholic school. And I thought I was Mike the situation. Everybody wanted to be Tracy Sharp. And people were they're not Italian. You know what? You're fucking not Italian. You know what? Those guys. It's like, obviously, they don't represent Italians. They don't represent all Italians. Mop people don't represent all Italians. Those are two equally, you know what? Equally as stupid to associate Jersey Shore Guidos and Mafia people as Italians. And I fucking like, this is where the, the it gets weird drawing this line. Like, do you encourage like the mobster content, the mafia content and as on an Italian page? And that's something I struggle with too. It's like, do I post this? Because it's like mafia doesn't represent Italians. It's weird, but I, it's fucking cool. Sometimes it's cool to hear that it's history. I think I like it more for the historical aspect of this is a thing that happened in the world, in the country, organized crime and, a lot of them had Italian roots, but they don't represent Italians. Anyways, I don't think um, Stucky and Jay wrote the note. That's my hot take. Hot take. And I think that might do it for this short podcast. Hopefully I'll have a guest next week. I'm trying to stay more consistent with it. But like I said, it's festival season. Festival season's coming up. It's upon us. I'm excited. Go out, support the local vendors, support the support your local restaurants at these festivals. A lot of them are um a lot of them have to do with churches and Italian lodges, Italian sons and daughters lodges. So um it's very important that you go out and you support all the festivals because for a couple of years they weren't happening. So it's important now to go support like all these vendors that literally took a year off from making income, which is crazy to think about two years off from making income. Um, They were back last year, but hopefully this year they'll come back with a freaking vengeance in the city. I'm super excited. Can't wait to see all you guys. Um, Like I said, Glen Cove, uh, July 27th through 31st. And then the last weekend of August, first weekend of September, um, Mother Cabrini, Suffolk County, Bronx, September 11th. And I'll keep you guys updated on any more that hap- happens. Make sure to shop all your gifts at thewoodensfoodstore.com if you can't come see me in person. And I guess we'll see you guys in the next episode. Ciao. Make sure you subscribe. <laughs>